Hey everyone, this is Steve Hernandez, host of the Waterwise Pro Podcast, and I thank you for joining me with episode number 13. This one is going to be terms and definitions. Uh, those terms beginning with the letter C is what we'll try to cover today. Um, there's quite a bit, um, so I'll try to keep it under 20 minutes, and we'll just pick up where we left off um, around that time, okay, and in a future uh, podcast. So, um, just a reminder, as we prepare for our distribution and treatment exams, uh, what we want to do is try to prepare ourselves by studying these terms and definitions because we're going to have questions that come at us uh, something like, um, you know, which one of the following uh, best describes caustic soda or C-factor? And so by knowing our terms and definitions, it's just like how our kids have to uh, study for vocab words um, in class, okay? So we're going to start off with uh, the first term. It is cable tool drilling. So cable tool drilling is a method of drilling wells by the use of cable tools. The hole is drilled by a heavy bit, which is alternately raised by a cable and allowed to drop, breaking and crushing the material that, is str- that it strikes. Such material is removed from the hole by baling or sand, uh, sand pumping. Okay, so this is basically how we drill our wells okay, prior to inserting casing and uh, our pump and the pump and all that good stuff. Next one we're going to talk about is calcium. Calcium, and, we, and I'm just going in alphabetical order uh, through our uh, American Water Works Association Water Dictionary. Next one, calcium. Calcium, uh, one of the principal elements making up the Earth's crust. The presence of calcium in water is a factor contributing to the formation of scale and insoluble soaps, curds, that are a means of clearly identifying hard water. So if we have high uh, high concentration of calcium, we have very hard water, okay? So calcium creates a scale on the inside of our pipes. Okay, the next one is calcium carbonate, a colorless or white crystalline uh, compound that occurs naturally as chalk, limestone, marble, and other forms. Next one is calcium hardness. Calcium hardness um, is the portion of total hardness caused by calcium compounds such as calcium carbonate uh, and and calcium sulfate. Calcium hypochlorite. Calcium hypochlorite is a chemical compound used as a bleach or disinfecting agent and a source of chlorine in water treatment. Commercial grades uh, contain 70% available chlorine uh, calcium hypochlorite is specifically used because it is uh, stable as a dry powder and can be formed into pellets. So we use calcium hypochlorite uh, maybe for dosing uh, our ponds and in a powder form. Um, you know, pools, you know, our residential pools have calcium carbonate the tablets and those little floating little blue and white uh, chlorine uh, floaters that we have in our pools. Uh, that's calcium hypochlorite. When it says it's available in 70% chlorine, um, it's usually in 60-65% um, uh, strength is what you'll see on like uh, math questions and and uh, questions on your exams. Okay. Next question is calibrate. Calibrate means to adjust a measure measuring instrument so that it gives the correct result with a known concentration or sample. So. Uh, we could use our turbinometers, for example. If, uh, if we're using a turbinometer and it's starting to give false readings and we're double-checking them with like a benchtop turbinometer, we can double-check uh, those instruments and, uh, and by calibrating them. And basically, it's bringing them back to where they're supposed to be reading. 
um, with a known concentration or sample. Calibration. Calibration is a procedure that adjusts or checks the accuracy of an instrument by comparison with an, a standard or reference. So just like we just mentioned, okay? Uh, capacity. So a couple different uh, definitions for capacity. The first one is the flow rate that a pump is capable of producing. The second one is a water utility's ability to have resources available to meet the water service needs of its customers. In this context, uh, capacity is the combination of plant and service-related activities necessary to meet the quantity, quality, peak loads, and other service needs of the various customers or classes of customers served by the utility, specifically to meet the national primary drinking water regulations set by the U.S. EPA uh, under the Safe Drinking Water Act. Okay, so capacity is basically how much a, a pump can put out, and then also it refers to how much your utility can distribute to, to its residents and customers. Next one is carbonate. Carbonate is a divalent negatively charged anion. Right? Carbonate alkalinity. Alkalinity caused by carbonate ions and expressed in terms of milligrams of equivalent calcium carbonate per liter. Carbonate hardness. Carbonate hardness is hardness caused by the presence of carbonates and bicarbonates of calcium and magnesium in water. Such hardness may, may be removed to limit the of solubility by boiling the water. Um, that's like uh, if you've ever um, heard the rumbling inside of a water heater. Um, that's basically uh, calcium carbonate just kind of bouncing around inside that water heater. And uh, like I said, it's it uh, becomes soluble when it's heat when water is heated up. So the calcium kind of extracts itself from the water itself and it kind of clumps together. Um, so I'll read that again. It says such hardness may be removed to limit of some solubility by boiling the water. Uh, when the carbon alkalinity and the bicarbonate alkalinity, that amount of hardness that is equivalent to the total alkalinity is called carbonate hardness and is expressed in milligrams of equivalent calcium carbonate per liter. Carbonate hardness uh, was previously called temporary hardness. Uh, carbon dioxide. Carbon dioxide is a colorless, odorless, in, uh, incombustible gas that is a normal component of natural waters. It may enter surface water and groundwater by absor absorption from the atmosphere or biological oxidation of organic matter. Carcinogen. Uh, carcinogen is a chemical, physical, or micro uh, microbial agent that is capable of inducing cancer. So we have constituents in the water, contaminants in our water uh, that are known to cause cancer. And so that's why we have MCLs formed for some of these contaminants. Next one is cathode. Uh, cathode is the pole of an electrolytic cell that attracts positively charged particles or ions or cations. It is the electrode where reduction uh, and practically no corrosion occurs. It is the opposite of the anode, the negatively charged electrode of an electrodialysis cell. That's a cathode, okay? Cathodic protection. Cathodic protection is reduction or elimination of corrosion by making the metal, uh, metal a cathode by means of an impressed direct current or attachment to a sacrificial anode, usually magnesium, uh, aluminum, or zinc. So we use cathodic protection 
at our um, our tanks, like our steel tanks. Uh, we also use them for our water mains, uh, our services. We use cathodic protection to prevent the uh, potential for corrosion. Cation. A cation is a positively charged ion. Next one is caustic. Uh, caustic uh, refers to caustic soda or any compound chemically similar to caustic soda or uh, any substance capable of burning or destroying animal flesh or tissue. All right, that's by definition, that's caustic. Caustic soda. Caustic soda is sodium hydroxide, a strongly alkaline chemical used for pH adjustment, water softening, anion exchange, uh, demineralizer, uh, regeneration, and other purposes. Uh, it is sometimes called caustic. So just remember caustic soda, the main function for caustic soda, we use it for pH adjusting. Cavitation. Um, cavitation is the formation of a of sudden collapse of vapor bubbles in a liquid, usually resulting from local low pressures, as on the trailing edge of a propeller. Okay, this phenomenon develops a uh, momentary high local pressure that can mechanically destroy a portion of a surface on which the bubbles collapse. Cavitation can occur in pumps when the suction side has insufficient head or the current uh, operating conditions. So cavitation, that just means basically we're either sucking air into our pumps and and they're, or they're not uh, primed. And so it's just basically pushing air through the pump and a little bit of water can create bubbles. Those bubbles implode on the, uh, inter, uh, basically the inside of the pump, uh, specifically on the impellers of the pump. And they're usually made of a soft metal like brass. And so as those, uh, those vapor pockets implode on the brass, it usually chips away the brass itself and it just kind of you know whittles away at the brass. And what happens is we lose capacity of the pump, pumping, uh, pumping capacity and, um, and efficiency. C factor, there's a couple definitions for C factor. So C factor is a coefficient representing the relative roughness of a pipe in the Hazen-Williams formula for water flow in a pipe. Pipes with low Hazen-Williams C-factors have greater resistance to flow than pipes with larger Hazen-Williams C-factors. Uh, the coefficient in the Chessy open, flow, open channel flow uh, equation that represents the frictional effects of the channel on the flow. Uh, third definition is a coefficient of uh, proportional proportionality in the Weir flow equation and Orffus flow equations. And the last one is the coefficient of proportionality in the rational formula for peak flow prediction from the rainfall runoff process. Usually the term is modified by the particular formula, as in Hazen-Williams C-factor, uh, Chessy's C, or the rational C coefficient. All right, that's a whole bunch of definitions for C-factor, but just remember that the C-factor is measuring the roughness or in, uh, internal roughness of the inside of a pipe or channel. Think of uh, sandpaper, okay? So as sandpaper has uh, is very coarse or rough, the, uh, the lower the grit, uh, same thing with the C-factor. So the lower the C-factor, the more coarse the pipe is or more rough the inside of the pipe is. And the higher the number of the, the sandpaper, the more smooth it is. Same thing with C factor. 
just know that 100 on the C factor scale is kind of like your neutral spot. If it's less than 100, it's going to be slightly rough down uh, towards like 40 uh, or 30 on the C factor. It's going to be very rough. And then above 100, it'll be slightly smooth and then very smooth uh, when you get up higher than uh, much higher than 100. Chain of custody. A chain of custody is a sequence of persons handling a sample as specified in a document accompanying a sample when certifying sam uh, sampling information and the person with control of the sample at any given time is important. A chain of custody document is an important part of a quality assurance program when rigorous data validation is required. Uh, or the document that specifies this sequence of persons having custody. So as the sampler takes samples out in the field and then t uh, and then fills out that that uh, chain of custody, what it what it is is basically it's filling out the paperwork of what the sample was, uh, where it was taken, what time it was taken, who took the sample, and then when they take it to the lab, the lab tech will take the samples and they take the chain of custody, and they uh, the sampler will relinquish the samples in the chain of custody to the lab tech and then it's their responsibility to handle the uh, the samples and run them through the uh, the proper analysis so the chain of custody is like the paper trail from the sampler to the lab alright next one is a check valve a check valve is a valve that allows flow in one direction that closes when the flow tries to reverse used on pump discharge lines or pump for pump protection and on building services to prevent draining or plumbing lines back into the distribution system. A single check valve is not a backflow prevention device that requires a double check valve assembly uh, that can be tested for positive closing. So a check valve is a valve that only allows water in one direction, uh, usually on a pump discharge assembly. And then also you have to have two check valves running in series for it to be considered a backflow prevention device. Chelating agent. Chelating agent is a chemical or complex that interacts with an ion, usually a metal, uh, causing the ion to join that complex, uh, that chemical or complex by both ordinary and coordinate valence forces. Such linkages result in the formation of one or more heterocyclic cyclic heterocyclic rings in which the the metal atom is part of the ring commercially available chelating agents may be used to remove traces of metal ions chelation is a process in which metal ions are reacted with a ligand to form a cyclic compound such complexes are used to bind certain ions for specific purposes in an analytical methods a chemical feed pump. A chemical feed pump is a pump used to apply chemicals to water. Uh, pumps are used to apply chemicals into conduits under pressure and to control the chemical feed rate relatively precisely. Chemical oxidation is the process of using an oxidizing chemical to remove or change some contaminant in water by removing electrons. Chemical precipitation is the process of generating solids from the soluble uh, soluble phase by changing the equilibrium conditions of a solution by adding chemicals uh, that react with a soluble material to be removed or by changing pH. One can alter the solubility of a constituent resulting in the formation of solids that's, uh, that subsequently 
can be removed by physical processes. Chloramination. Chloramination is the process of disinfecting water with chloramines. Chloramines. Chloramines are disinfectants produced from the mixing of chlorine uh, and ammonia. The general formula is basically uh, three, four, or five parts of chlorine to one part of ammonia. Uh, typically, the monochloramines and a small percentage of dichloramines are formed depending on the pH and the chlorine to ammonia ratio that reacts. Under certain circumstances, nitrogen trichloride can be formed. In the presence of the bromide ion, uh, bromines can be produced. In the presence of organic nitrogen, organic chloramines can also be formed. However, organic chloramines are not considered to be disinfectants. So chloramines are a way we disinfect our water using ammonia. Just know that when we use ammonia, it prolongs the life of the chlorine. So if we're in a really big system and we're trying to get water out to our furthest customer away, we might be using chloramines, which is chlorine and ammonia. Uh, so chlorine, what's chlorine? So chlorine is a chemical used as a disinfectant and oxidizing agent. Gaseous molecular chlorine, uh, when induced in water, is converted into hypochlorous acid and the hypochlorite ions. The ratio of the two substance, substances is dependent on the pH of the solution. Chlorine is also commercially available in liquid form as a hypochlorite ion solution. Uh, individual chlorine atoms are halogen atoms that can be substituted into organic molecules during chlorination, thus forming disinfection byproducts. Chlorine atoms are also present in a number of pesticides and other synthetic organic chemicals. Uh, chlorine cylinders, we use a chlorine cylinder um, to get the chlorine into our system um, from our our distributors or whoever we're getting our chlorine from say so a, a chlorine cylinder is a container for storing chlorine gas under pressure chlorine cylinders are, t are typically made of steel and usually are 150 pound uh, containers 110 containers are also uh, by rail car chlorine dioxide is a red yellow gas that is very reactive and unstable it is strong oxidizing agent and is also used as a disinfectant chlorine dioxide decomposes in water to yield the chloride ions and to a lesser extent the chloride ions chlorine dose okay we talked about this in our disinfection uh, podcast as well chlorine dose is the amount of chlorine applied to a liquid usually expressed in milligrams per liter or pounds per million gallons. Chlorine dose, um, we also talked about this in the disinfection um, uh, podcast, but chlorine dose is the amount of chlorine applied to a liquid usually expressed in milligrams per liter or pounds per million gallons. Chlorine feed rate is the rate at which chlorine is fed into water to achieve the desired dosage. Chlorine gas scrubbing system is a mechanical system designed to collect and remove chlorine gas during a release or a chlorine gas leak. Sodium hydroxide or caustic soda is most commonly used to convert chlorine gas into salt and water. In the scrubber, the gas is directly upward, uh, directed upwardly as the scrubbent uh, caustic soda solution is sprayed downward in a uh, countercurrent fashion to improve contact and reaction. The components of such a system include compressors, fans, scrubbers, uh, feed chemicals, and uh, recirculation pumps. The scrubbed gas may be released to the atmosphere or recirculated into the contaminated room 
until the chlorine gas concentration is reduced to allow uh, le uh, allowable levels. So we had a big chlorine gas room in one of my previous uh, employers, and we had 18 one-ton cylinders, and we had this scrubber system, which was a big ventilation pipe that when there was a leak, that uh, that pipe would create a vacuum and it would pull all the air out of the room and it would go into this big old container outside and it looked like a big, uh, just like a big box with a big blower on top of it. And what it would do is suck all that chlorine gas into that uh, scrubber and it had a bunch of like wiffle balls and uh, caustic soda and it would mix the wiffle balls with the caustic soda and basically it would um, neutralize the chlorine gas because remember chlorine gas is a, an acid caustic soda is a base and so it would raise the ph it would neutralize it and then vent it off to atmosphere and that is a chlorine gas scrubbing system um, chlorine residual is a concentration of chlorine uh, species presence in water after the uh, oxidant demand has been satisfied. Chlorine residual can be determined and expressed in a number of ways. Commonly used analytical techniques uh, include a colorimetric method using the reagent. So uh, DPD, we use a DPD in our colorimeters or our uh, pocket colorimeters. And a volumetric method use, uh, using an amperometric titration. The concentration is often expressed in terms of free chlorine total chlorine or combined chlorine. Cholera, cholera is an infectious uh, gastrointestinitis, typically transmitted by contaminated water or food caused by bacterium. Chromium is a blue-white metallic element with various industrial uses, uh, example in alloys or electroplating. Uh, its presence in drinking water is regulated by the US EPA at a maximum contaminant level of 0.1 milligrams per liter. Um, chromium exists in the environment primary, uh, primarily in two forms, uh, chromium-6 or hexavalent chromium, um, trivalent uh, or trivalent, um, the toxicity of which is much lower. A clear well, a clear well is a tank or vessel used for storing treated water. Uh, typical examples of a storage uh, of storage needs includes uh, one, a finished water storage to prevent the need to vary the rate of filtration with variations in distribution system demands, uh, or two, backwash water for filters. Clear wells are located on site at a water treatment plant. Coliform bacteria. Um, coliform bacteria is commonly found in the intestinal tracts of warm-blooded animals. In sanitary bacteriology. These organisms are defined as all aerobic and faculative, anaerobic, gram-negative, non-spore-forming, rod-shaped bac bacteria that ferment lactose with gas and acid formation within 48 hours at 95 degrees Fahrenheit or 35 degrees Celsius. Main definition for coliform bacteria, just know that it's commonly found in intestinal tracts of warm-blooded animals. A colony. A colony is a localized population of individual animals or plants, uh, or two, it's a, a cluster of microorganisms in or on a nutrient medium that was derived from a single microorganism. Color. Color is a physical characteristic describing the appearance of water, uh, different from turbidity, which is the cloudiness of water. Uh, color is frequently caused by fulvic and humic acids. A colorimeter is a device used for absorption, absorption anal analysis. In some cases, the human eye can serve as the detector in visual methods, such as those in which Nessler tubes are used. Another technique involved 
a filter photometer, an instrument that uses uh, filters to produce a wide band of wavelengths suitable to the particular determination. So a, col a colorimeter, it's a color meter, okay? Just know that. It's just measuring color on a sample. It could be chlorine, it could be uh, ammonia, it could be um, nitrates, it could be all kinds of different uh, contaminants or whatever that we're, sa we're sampling for. Combined chlorine. Combined chlorine is the sum of the species composed of free chlorine and ammonia, including monochloramines, dichloramines, and trichloramines. Dichloramine is the strongest disinfectant of these species, but it has less oxidative capacity than free chlorine. Combined residual. A compound of an uh, additive uh, that has combined with co something else and that remains in the water. Chloramines, where the chlorine, uh, chlorine has combined with ammonia, are combined residuals. Community water system. A community water system is a public water system serving at least 15 service connections used by the year-round residents or regularly serving at least 25 year-round residents. A compound meter. A compound meter is a water a water measuring device that has both a small meter and a large meter and alternate flow paths. Such a meter is used uh, where flow demands uh, vary or fluctuate beyond the range of one type of meter, and the flow is uh, diverted to the alternate meter when it varies outside the range of either meter. So it has both a small meter and a large meter. The small meter obviously is going to be able to measure smaller flows. The larger meter is going to measure higher flows. So in an event where you could potentially be reading higher or lower flows, you might want a compound meter to basically uh, be accurate whether it is measuring uh, high or low flows. A comprehensive map. A comprehensive map is a map that provides a clear picture of an entire distribution system. It usually indicates the location of water mains, fire hydrants, valves, reservoirs, and tanks, pump stations, pressure zone limits, and closed valves at pressure zone limits. Confined aquifer is an aquifer overlaid by a confining bed that has significantly lower hydraulic conductivity than the aquifer. Confined groundwater is the water contained in a confined, in a confined aquifer Poor water pressure exceeds atmospheric pressure at the top of the confined aquifer. Confined space. Confined space has a couple definitions. Uh, it is space that is configured so that an employee can bodily enter and perform assigned work, but that has limited or restricted means for entry and exit and is not designed for continuous employee occupancy. Secondly, a space defined by the concurrent existence of the following conditions. A. Existing ventilation in insufficient, in insufficient to remove any dangerous air contamination, oxygen deficiency, or both that may exist or develop. B. Ready access or egress uh, for the removal of a suddenly disabled employee or operator uh, is difficult because of its location of the openings, uh, size of the openings, or both. Confined space entry is the, pa the passing of an employee through an opening into a permitted required confined space. The purpose of such entry includes work activities in that space. Entry is considered to have occurred as soon as any part of the entrance body breaks the plane of an opening into the space. A confluence. A confluence is a conjunction or flowing together of streams, the, the place for where streams meet. Okay, so if you have two different streams and they meet together, that's called the confluence.
Contamination, I think we all know what that means, but contamination is any introduction into water or microorganisms, chemicals, waste, or wastewater in concentration that make the water unfit for its intended use. A contingency plan. A contingency plan is a document that details the, in the intended actions of a water utility under specified adverse conditions. Corrosion. Corrosion is a gradual deterioration or destruction of a substance, uh, usually a metal, uh, or its properties as a result of a reaction with the substance's surroundings. It's corrosion. Corrosion control it has a couple of definitions. Any water treatment method that keeps the metallic ions of a, of a material, typically a conduit, from going into solution. Example would be increasing the pH of the water, removing free oxygen from the water, or controlling the carbonate balance of the water. Uh, secondly, the sequestration of metallic ions and the formation of protected films on metal surfaces by chemical treatment. So that's how we would take care of uh, corrosion uh, corrosion control. Corrosivity. Corrosivity is the indication of the corrosiveness of a water. Uh, the corrosiveness of a water is described by the water's pH, alkalinity, hardness, temperature, total dissolved solids, dissolved oxygen, oxygen concentration, and Langlier saturation index. Coupon. A coupon is a piece of metal or other material used to evaluate the rate of corrosion or deterioration caused by exposure to water of interest. Coupon is a broad term that may include a length of pipe from the water distribution system or a specially prepared pre-weighed pipe segment used in pipe loop testing. Coupons may be visually inspected uh, weighed to determine metal loss, chemically tested to determine scale com uh, composition, physically measured to determine depths of pits, or subjected to a variety of other tests including x-ray diffraction and scanning electron micro microscopy. Covalent bond, a type of chemical bond in which electrons are shared. Cross-connection, a cross-connection is a physical connection of a safe or potable water supply with another water supply of unknown or contaminated quality or such that the, pot the potable water could be contaminated or polluted. Cryptosporidium is a widespread intestinal parasite about 3.5 micrometers in diameter causing diarrhea and capable of infecting humans, birds, fish, and snakes. Curb stop and box. A curb stop and box is a shutoff valve in a water service line buried uh, near the curb of a customer's uh, premises with a box or housing over the valve extending to the surface of the ground or access for access of the valve. So curb stop is connecting the water surface to the customer's meter. Cylinder is cylinder is a metal container to hold pressurized gas such as a chlor as chlorine for disinfecting in water. And that's it. That's all our C's. Uh, we went a little bit longer than I uh, it, uh, originally intended, but uh, just kind of powered through all the C's for terms and definitions. I hope you guys appreciate uh, all that good stuff. Uh, definitely have a lot more outtakes than I'd like to uh, admit to, but um, I know it's for good use uh, for you guys to prepare yourselves for your state exams. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're kicking ass out there in the field, and I'll talk to you soon. All right, peace. Peace.